This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. So, Lou, I attended a conference recently, and it was a conference for authors who wanted to become professional speakers. And on the train ride back, I realized I made this big mistake. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible is the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 75,000 downloadable titles, and it's across all literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. And because you're a listener of this podcast, you can get a free audiobook of your choice. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. So what was my mistake? I didn't connect with enough of the attendees. I often tell people that the biggest benefit that you get from attending seminars is often not the actual content, but the people you meet and the relationships that you build. I was thinking about it the entire train ride back. What happened? I started out sitting in the front of the room, and by the end of the conference, I was sitting in the last row, in the last aisle, in the seat closest to the exit. Why didn't I connect? Why did it seem worse as the conference went on? Looking back, I realized it had to do with how I was introducing myself. I failed to follow my own advice. Remember that classic quote, we teach what we most need to learn. I was too focused on me and not focused enough on the people I met. What exactly was the mistake? I introduced myself as a professional speaker. You might be saying, well, what's wrong with that? You are a professional speaker, right? Well, yes, I am. And normally that's what I say. But in this case, that wasn't the best choice. In fact, it was really a bad choice. I didn't keep in mind that the other attendees were there to learn to be professional public speakers. A better and equally true answer could have been, I'm an author trying to make public speaking a bigger part of my business. The point is, my choice of words, it separated me from my fellow attendees. While I was unconsciously protecting my ego, I was creating distance. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but it gets worse. After one of my proclamations of professional speaker, someone asked me, well then, what's your goal for attending? And with a smirk, I replied, espionage. Choosing the word espionage? Anyway, later, someone subtly corrected me and said, oh, you're doing research. And research was, in fact, more accurate. I was interested in aspects of the training, and I also knew I wanted to see what material resonated with the audience. And of course, the speaker knew I was there, and in fact, she had invited me. Choosing the word espionage? Again, it distanced me instead of connecting me. Finally, I noticed I chose not to introduce myself to some people based on the topic of his or her book. I won't lie, I was judging a person by his book. If I thought the topic was hocus-pocus, I didn't bother. Other times, I chose not to introduce myself because I felt intimidated. For example, I wasn't sure I wanted to meet image consultants or fitness consultants because I wasn't feeling good about my appearance. So what would I do differently next time? Well, you can learn from my mistakes. Here are six quick and dirty tips to successful networking. Tip number one, plan. Next time, before an event, I'll remind myself to think about alternative introductions. I'll consider what I have in common with attendees, come up with a variety of introductions that might work, and then choose the best one on the fly. Tip number two, say less. Next time, I think I'll say less and listen more and ask more questions. I'll try to relate what my conversation partner says and does to what I do. I'll let our conversations unfold naturally. Tip number three, focus on them. 
I'll focus on how I might be able to serve others instead of focusing on what I'm trying to gain. When asked about my occupation, I'll say, I market products and services to help people to communicate better so they have more success in their businesses. What communication issues are you facing now? Tip number four, share common ground. I'll look for common ground for the other attendees so that I can gain insight and understanding. I'll keep the context of the introduction in mind, too. After all, I wouldn't say I'm a professional speaker at a PTA meeting, just as I wouldn't say that I'm a mother when asked about my occupation at a conference. It's crucial to gauge context when you're introducing yourself. Finally, I'll introduce myself to as many people as possible. I'll try to make a connection with everyone in the room, not just a select few. I'll even choose to purposefully connect with people who make me uncomfortable. You know, it's interesting. After the seminar, I was looking for book reviews on Amazon from one of the Hocus Pocus authors that I chose not to meet. And I noticed that this author had a lot, many, many, many stellar reviews from fellow attendees at the event. My loss. Not only did I fail to meet the person, I also lost a potential business opportunity. My hope is is that by sharing these mistakes, you won't find yourself in my shoes. And by the way, after this failed conference, I decided to do a do-over. So I attended another seminar with the main focus to connect. And I wrote about that event on my blog. Join me on my Facebook page to hear what happened and the new lessons I learned. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. Hey, and don't forget to check out morefromlisa.com for freebies and discounts. There's a really cool thing out there right now. Check it out. This podcast is brought to you by audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature. And they also feature audio versions of many of the New York Times bestsellers. In fact, one great book you should consider is Guy Kawasaki's Enchantment. The Art of Changing Hearts, Minds, and Actions. I actually listened to this book, and I also read this book separately. That's how good I thought the book was. You could listen to it, too, because Audible is offering a free audiobook just to try out their service. So you could get Guy Kawasaki's book or any book of your choice by going to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.